1: May I have your attention, please? You need passion. You need desire. You need want. We play with that passion. We play together. We play for each other. And we play to win. We are Notre Dame.
0: Welcome back to Irish Illustrated International. I'm your host, JP Barra, joined by Len Clark. And we are back to preview Notre Dame's clash this weekend against the Wisconsin Badgers in Chicago at Soldier Field. Len, this one has been circled ever since the schedule came out. It feels like we've been speaking about this game in particular as the true start of Notre Dame's 2021 season as this game marks the run of five straight ranked opponents. All eyes of the college football world will be on Soldier Field this weekend. College game day is going to be there. Len, what are your thoughts coming into this one?
1: Well, a lot of excitement, as you mentioned. Everybody's been circling this game because of the storyline with Jack Cohn, a graduate transfer from the University of Wisconsin. You're playing in Chicago, which is basically a Notre Dame home game, although this game is really a Wisconsin home game. Last year at Lambeau Field in Green Bay, it was supposed to be a Notre Dame game. But uh, this is a game that is going to be your typical Big Ten type game, ground and pound. It's going to be a physical chess for the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, a chance to go to 4-0, and uh, but more importantly, the team is improving each week, and we saw that last week, JP, against Purdue.
0: Definitely, and uh, as you say, ground and pound. You know, this is a Wisconsin team uh, that plays a physical style of football, a run-first team. It's had some excellent running backs over the year. Most recently, Jonathan Taylor, who is a Colts fan, I've got to give a shout out. Uh, returning for the five starters on the offensive line, they're really a mass and insane the numbers. They like Notre Dame, uh, have a history uh, of, t- of top-level NFL. Uh, offensive tackles coming out of the program: Joe Thomas, Kevin Zeidler, Travis, Travis Fredericks. Uh, despite only playing two games, then they've rushed. Uh, they've rushed an average of 266 yards a game, which is tenth in the nation. Um, they've got some skill position players coming back. They've got a great, They've got a transfer from from Clemson who was who's really been excellent in that running back position. So expect the run, and we know so far this year that you know, they have struggled at times against those big plays.
1: Well, and Notre Dame is getting better each and every week. Last week, there were still some bobbles, if you will. The wide receivers dropped a few passes that should have been caught. And you can't do that against Wisconsin. This is a game where Notre Dame cannot afford to make any mistakes. You need to really establish a run game to eat up. I think it's going to come down to to time possession. Whoever has the ball last is probably going to win this game. And so Notre Dame can't shoot themselves in the foot. They just need to play physical because it's going to be the biggest physical test. And uh, score first and hope for some big play. And that's what Notre Dame did last week against Purdue. A couple of big plays that really increased the stats in terms of the running game because Notre Dame had trouble running the ball once again. It was better than the Toledo game. But we do know that Kyron Williams and Chris Tyree do have that big play type capability. And I think that might be a difference in this game.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, if we look at that Wisconsin team, uh, we'll start with the running backs because we imagine they're going to be running the ball a lot this game. Uh, Ches Malusi, the lead back at the moment, transfer from Clemson. But he is really a, a 1A, 1B with, with Jalen Berger uh, nearly splitting most of the slaps. And they have a guy called Isaac Arendo, who is that change of pace, downhill runner. He only had four rushes in their win against Eastern Michigan, but for 92 yards. I imagine they'll keep with the same game plan, establish the run, to set up the pass, keep Mertz's throwing attempts low. In their opening week, loss against Penn State, he only threw the ball 37 times. Uh, th- sorry, threw the ball 37 times, 185 yards and two completions. And then against Eastern Michigan, he only threw the ball 17 times with 14 completions. And they ran the ball 54 times that game. As I've said, they have offensive linemen coming back. They are also still finding that best five. They fielded 10 offensive linemen in their game against Eastern Michigan unfortunately for them, they don't have injuries. So it's all about the, getting their offense right. But they've had some missteps. You know, they've had some touchdowns called back for holds, some bubble catch catches in the end zone. So much like we have, have seen this year, it's a team that is still trying to find its true identity on offense.
1: Yeah, they're still trying to figure it out as well and to capitalize on what they feel will be their best option in a game. Uh, Much like Notre Dame, they're just trying to go out there, run their game plan, and then find out where they can get better. And that's what Wisconsin is. The big difference is that Wisconsin has lost a game, and Notre Dame comes in undefeated. And that's going to uh, be a little bit of a mental mind game. Wisconsin cannot afford to lose this game. Now, it's not a conference game. They can still run the table. Oh, They could still do very well in the Big Ten. I think they lost to Penn State, but... But, you know, this is a game I think it's going to be decided in the trenches. And just looking at Wisconsin over the years, look for them just to run that ball, pound it down, wear you down, and then throw a pass when you need to. You mentioned 17 passes in the game against Eastern Michigan. I think that's going to be kind of closer to the game at Notre Dame, unless Notre Dame goes out and scores early and forces Wisconsin to start throwing the ball. And that's something that you. Yeah. You want to put them in that position, but if you do that, then I don't want to use the word scared, but you're going to disrupt their game plan.
0: I agree, and I think that the Notre Dame offense is, is going to have. I think this game's going to suit them more. We, we've seen an uh, 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 want to push the ball down the field in recent games. Of course, with their, those offensive line changes, uh, with with only returning one of the five starters from last year, the, the ground game has struggled, and this is one of the one of the better front sevens you're going to face. Uh, Nick Herbig, who is that typical Wisconsin pass rusher who we've who we've come to know, and uh, Keanu Benton, a defensive tackle. This is a physical unit up front. Uh, they played a Penn State team, of course. They lost that game, but they only held them to sixteen points. And and Penn State in in that first half really couldn't do a thing, running or passing the ball. They're fundamentally sound. Um, so this is the key for Notre Dame offense. I think keep the running game honest uh, with Kyron Williams and Chris Tyree, but let's air it out. I think the running game will. It'll be a tough one to get going, but this Wisconsin secondary has given up some big plays, uh, 49 yarders, 52 yarders, um, and, and we've seen a, a willingness to throw the ball out. Uh, and, and if Kevin Austin can get that rapport with, with Jack Coe, Michael Mayer, this could be a big one for the, for the passing game this weekend. Though. Well, and Notre Dame might have to rely on the arms of the quarterbacks. Uh, rumor, let's well, say
1: rumor, but Tyler Buckner, who went out in last week's game against Purdue with a tight hamstring, he is supposed to be ready for this game if they do need him. I look at Notre Dame, if they cannot establish that run, they're going to have to throw the ball, look for a lot of short passes to get as many different wide receivers involved, but uh, really it's going to be battled in the trenches. That offensive line of Notre Dame has really got to step up. We talked to Josh Lug this past week. He says they're ready to go. Kane Madden really hasn't shown us that much, but, uh, It'll be interesting to see if he brings in some of that leadership as well. But as I said, this is really a benchmark game. It will really measure the progress of Notre Dame in all facets of the game. And I just have the feeling it's going to go down to the final seconds. An earlier start game, JP, 11 o'clock Central, 12 o'clock Eastern time. Notre Dame is usually used to playing at 1230. So now you factor in that travel over to Chicago. You're you're, you're not staying. Well, You're you know, you're. You're going. You're dealing with the Shamrock Series. You're playing in an NFL environment. You're up very early, so a little bit of kind of getting you out of your day-to-day pattern, if you will, you know. And I don't know if that's going to have an effect, but if Notre Dame comes out slow, that might have something to do with it.
0: I think that twelve o'clock start is for our Irish Illustrated international listeners over here, which is going to make it easier. For watch no late starts, but man, I, I, I'm with you. I think it's going to go down to the final seconds, but the bookmakers don't agree. They've got Wisconsin as, I believe, seven-point favorites in this game. Um, I'm not going to push you for a score prediction, but do you think it's going to be that wide a margin of victory for Wisconsin?
1: No, actually, I took mine uh, 34-31, and that's very high in my opinion. I was looking at a little bit lower, but I think this is a Notre Notre Dame game uh, team that gets out early and scores and forces Wisconsin to throw the ball. If you start doing that, then it's a, a shootout, and you're going to see the scores escalate. That's why I picked the higher score. But my gut tells me, you know, if it's a seven nothing game, that's the kind of game I'm really expecting. It's just pound, 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 and and just try to capitalize when you have an opportunity.
0: Yeah, and I think it is a ground game. If, if you if you compare the teams, the, the the say the quarterback and the defense, I think on the whole Notre Dame has, has a stronger roster. I think Jack Cohn, uh, as opposed to Graham Mertz, has been way more comfortable, and way more successful throwing the ball. We saw that in the Florida State game. Defensively, I think the front sevens are, 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 are both excellent. Maybe Wisconsin gets. Um, the knob, but guys like J.D. Bertrand have stepped up massively. That front four for Notre Dame has been excellent, and the secondary, we've got Carl Hamilton, and, and they haven't, so I think it's a very even, and I actually think Notre Dame should be favouring this one. I think they've got the offensive skill players to match. Of course, the offensive line is that, that big question mark, but let's hope they, they get ready for this one, because it's going to be a long, physical game, but no, I think the Irish have, uh, should be favouring this one. I was, I was surprised to see Wisconsin favoured, and as you said, it's looking like it's going to be uh, a sort of 60-40- uh, in favor of, of Notre Dame fans inside Soldier Field this weekend. And, and
1: JP, one thing I'm really interested is, does Marcus Freeman have a card up his sleeve? I really think the key also in this game is the linebackers. Are they going to blitz all day on Wisconsin? We will see. But uh, we do know that J.D. Bertrand needs a break. They even talked about that this past week, saying, hey, we got to give him out there at least 10 plays. You need players that are fresh. Problem is, you bring in a fresh player who hasn't had that much game experience, you're going to put them in against Wisconsin, that's going to be a very tough thing. But I look at, you know, the intangibles. Tommy Reese might have something unique on offense that we haven't seen this year. What will Marcus Freeman do on defense? What will Brian Kelly do? And this is a big game for Notre Dame because a win by Notre Dame sets the all-time record for most wins. Brian Kelly eclipsing Newt Rockney's record of 105 wins.
0: Yeah, that'll be a fantastic storyline. And of course, we haven't really spoken about it much. We spoke about it at the beginning, but Jack Cohn, you know, will he feel the pressure coming back? Obviously, he's not playing in, in Wisconsin, but playing against his former team. Does he have a few tricks that maybe he might be expecting the, the Wisconsin defense to come up? He might be talking to somebody really say, this is what they struggle against. I'm not too sure if he's that kind of guy, but he seems to have been very cool. I'm not sure we'll see a lot of emotion if he wins this game, but you could know this. He wants to win this game. He wants to prove to that program that, hey, I was your starter and you let me go for, for this freshman I'm going to prove you guys wrong.
1: Well, exactly. He's been downplaying it. Brian Kelly's been downplaying. Are you going to get uh, Cohen in there to talk about defenses and to help us prepare? You don't have the time to do that. You need to prepare your players the way you've always done. You can't rely on any tricks. Now, I really think Jack wants to win this, like you said, because it will kind of send a message saying, hey, I could have been used a little bit better at Wisconsin. And I mean, he just wants to win. And he's with the Fighting Irish program right now. And so the last thing you want to see is Jack Cohen come out and, and really mess up early and taking him in out of the ball game. Because I think from that mental aspect, bringing in Tyler Buckner, this could be a paradigm change. If you do bring Cohen out in this game, bring in Buckner. I think that changes the complexion of the whole season in terms of who is going to be the quarterback.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, and, uh, and something we haven't spoken about is Wisconsin have had an extra week, you know, and these, these next, these next five opponents for, for Notre Dame, most of these guys, Cincinnati have it this weekend, have a week. Bet and it's going to be a physical game this week so also no injuries we can't afford any more injuries especially at that linebacker position especially on that front seven to come in we've already struggled on the offensive line it's going to be a physical game um so yeah let's stay healthy I think it's going to be I don't think it's going to be as high scoring as 31 34 31 um but I think in this And I think I think Notre Dame win by by more than a field goal in this game I'm not going to give the score prediction because I'm rubbish at it and I, and I don't want to be holding me to any score predictions but Yeah, looking forward to this one. Shame I can't be in the field, but Len, you're going to be there as our representative.
1: Yeah, we're going to be there. In the the staff prediction for Irish Illustrated, I talked about, you know, this game has been played in the war room. It's been played on computer simulations. The one thing that's missing is the human element, and that's what makes sport so great. And there's a lot of pressure on these young players to come in, especially on a, a national stage, playing in a pro stadium. Do you know the adrenaline and the emotions are going to be running high? It's the mental preparation is very key this week. And that's what I talked about in my prediction at irishillustrated.com. So, JP, we're going to talk after the game, probably on Sunday. And let's hope the Irish stay clean at 4-0. Exactly. We'll see you guys on
0: Sunday. Go Irish.
1: Podcast Network.
0: plus